Podcast. Yo, how's it going, my fellow revelers? Welcome back to another episode of the Festi Hub Podcast. I'm your host, Manny, aka Frisky Hug, on all social media. And today's special guest is Romeo. Uh, Romeo actually has been DJing for a really long time, but um, he was most prominent, at least from when I saw him, uh, as a stage manager for festivals. And that's kind of how I got to know him. He also worked for, uh, he did like a little bit of work with Bang Energy Drink. And, you know, as of lately, I've just been seeing him pop up at events. I've seen him pop up at uh, music festivals. So I thought that'd be just a great idea to kind of like take him onto the show, see kind of his transitions between, you know, being just a regular civilian to stage management, to DJ, to producer, because he does have uh, a few songs on his SoundCloud and um, I, and I think on Spotify too, but for sure, I'll have to check on that, but for sure SoundCloud, I'll put everything on the description down below if you guys want to go ahead and check him out. Um, but that is our special guest for today. And then as of for any like life updates um honestly you're gonna have to just go on my instagram channel uh under frisky hug i made a post about everything that's going on because uh your boy's getting ready to go to imagine music festival um so i leave i'm planning on leaving i think like next upcoming wednesday um i have a bunch i have like three shows this weekend too so i have i'm about to actually head over to the yaks and zoops to show over at myth nightclub in jacksonville and then tomorrow i'm going to be at the ritz in tampa for uh, immersive and rossi and then on saturday we have drink your water and zuba at the tk lounge over in tampa as well and yeah then i gotta like hurry up and get ready uh for imagine because i'm also working the event so i'm working with the festival babes to bring um imagine's first uh fashion show we're gonna have a bunch of brands a bunch of clothing options for guys and girls um you're gonna be able to kind of strut the runway i'm gonna mc with the help of EDM Sham, uh, we're going to MC together. Uh, I, I figured two people would be better than just me doing it all by myself. Uh, so that I'm really grateful to have EDM Sham with me as well. And yeah, like any of the clothes that like is being sponsored by these EDM brands, I will be shouting them out during the uh, during the runway uh, show. And then uh, for the models, they're going to be able to be provided the clothes and they're going to be able to keep the clothes as kind of like for participation. So I'm really excited. Like I'm, I'm getting like butterflies just being able to do something new to the festival scene. Um, obviously, I love to talk. So being like the MC is just perfect. Uh, so that's what I'm excited for, for Imagine. We also got a bunch of meetups. We got the meetup at Imagine and then the meetup at Lost Lands on behalf of Radiate. Um, for the Imagine one, it's just going to be me doing it. I'm going to be handing out a lot of merch, a lot of Radiate Frisky Hug merch. Uh, I, I'm handing out like a lot of like necklaces, trinkets that I've, you know, I've made myself. Uh, lots of candy, courtesy of Candy Bar. Uh, uh, some like little goodies. Might do like a little goodie bag. And for Lost Lands, uh, I'll probably be doing like a collaboration with Radiate, collab with uh, with another brand. I won't say what brand yet, only because I think we're still like working out details. And for that one, I'm also going to be uh, attending and working. I'm going to be part of the welcoming committee. So like, you know, day one is going to be like my workshop time to kind of like, you know, tell you guys all to come in and make sure you guys are all, you know, being safe and stuff like that at the beginning of the of the festival. So I'm going to be traveling from Atlanta to the, you know, Lost Lands venue. 
and EDM Sham is going to actually road trip that with me. And on the way from here in Orlando to Atlanta, my friend Jake's going to be road tripping that with me. And then I have to do the the whole ride back from Los Sense here. Um, but that's literally, uh, I think, everything that I got going on. I know it's a lot. My brain is really like, like scrambled right now. I'm trying to like... I'm trying to make sure everything goes in order in order to be, uh, I guess, um, what's the word? Just more precise with uh, with how I want to go about things. Um, but okay, that's it for life updates, and that's it uh, for the introduction. And uh, yeah, today's guest is Romeo. All right, so I'd like to welcome Romeo to the podcast. Hey, how are you guys? <laughs> All right, so I don't even know when we kind of like met each other. I think it was like... I think I saw you at Imagine or something. You know what it was? I used to follow you because you were doing some stuff with, uh, what's that drinking company? Um, Bang. Bang. Yeah. And uh, I saw when you got hired for like the um, the dancing thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but then I started seeing you on stage and like just all the time at the, at the festivals and you were doing like the whole stage manager thing. Anyways, that's kind of like how we met here. Hold on, let's lower this. It's not like... Oh... There we go. Oh. <laughs> Is this better? Oh, I can't see shit. Sorry, there's like noise on the mic. I just have to see you, so it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. All right, yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> just don't make me Anyways, Romeo, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. About me. Um, well, I'm a standard guy, regular guy from Miami uh, with a big dream. Uh, but I do like to help a lot of people, so I guess I'm a friendly, uplifting friend that likes to. Uh, bring up the environment and everyone that's around them. So that's what I try to do with my music and uh, with every set that I play. Uh, it's just trying to uplift people, and that's kind of like my branding and who I am as a person. And I like to show that as much as possible. But, yeah, uh, stage managing is, like, uh, something I came by mistake, you know. Not even by mistake. I was put on by, like, a good friend. Mm. Uh, he trusted me to... Like Run handle, the whole stage. yeah, handle the stage. That's crazy. And I did what I had to do, and I fell in love with it. So yeah. uh, every opportunity that I get to do that again, like be in that environment, uh, especially doing it so much now, everyone respects me enough to like. Oh, this is what he says. Because it's always so weird though, because like now you DJ, right? Yeah. Which is super cool. Because I mean, being able to play like at the Vanguard, I mean, tier, right? Whatever. Yeah. So that, dream. Exactly, dude. You know. So it's like, I don't know. I think it's really cool when you know you become one of the DJs because sometimes you're trying to get like into the scene but you don't really know how mm-hmm. and then obviously like if you're not a DJ then like what are you doing you know so it's like it's just weird to get those opportunities uh, to the point where like now you are DJing and you're just as cool as everybody else. Yeah. Not saying everybody else isn't cooler, but I mean, yeah, playing I in front of 30,000 people. Yeah, um, I'm just saying everyone's cool, but I guess. But <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, I do have a lot of respect for the DJs and producers because, yeah. you know, some of them are very slept on, uh, especially like uh, local producers that make a, m- amazing music. And Which then, ones? Um, Wonky Willa is one of my favorite ones. Uh, he became one of my friends because I of I saw music. him on your story. Yeah, he's <laughs> amazing. Uh, he's a wonderful kid. Uh, yeah. He's like very young too. So he's honestly the best producer I've seen in a very long time at his age also. And I have a lot of faith in him. Uh, and he's definitely one of the people that I would like to push forward. Yeah. Especially like me climbing little by little, step by step. Yeah, you, you always take out like another protege. Yeah, you, you know? I got to help everyone that's around yeah, me. Avicii did that for Martin Garrix. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I have a lot of friends that help me out too. Like Ghost yeah. Lotus is one of my homies. He's a, an amazing producer and always helps me out. Like, best of like, I've seen his music. Yeah, he's really good. Uh, and he's like taught me a lot too. And he's just a good person all around, making sure that I am knowing my worth. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of need friends like that around in this industry. That's hard because like knowing your worth, I think is the one thing that we all struggle. All right. So yeah. like, um, the, the first time I ever told somebody that you need to know your worth was an influencer. And I told her, I mean, like, listen, like, I know you think that you're just a picture and stuff like that, but you know, remember you have a whole community behind you. So if you post something, it's real, yep. you know what I mean? Like, so like you have more worth than this, you know, if somebody wants to, you to go to a festival, why aren't they paying you? Yeah. You're free promo. Mm-hmm. What you, you want a bikini? That's yeah. why you're, that's why you're posting all this shit. No, like, know your worth. Right. So like sometimes rent doesn't get paid by free clothes and free yeah. products. It gets, it gets paid by money. So sometimes we have to charge. So I told her, I'm like, figure out what your worth is and then charge, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know, the second time was with a, uh, like a TikToker. He didn't know how to charge for a TikTok. And yeah. I was like, dude, like, Know your worth and charge it. Yeah. If you think you're worth twenty five bucks, then ask for twenty five bucks. If you think you're worth one hundred fifty, ask for one hundred fifty. The words are gonna tell you is no. That's very true. I've had a very hard time, like figuring that out. You know, for a long time, I've struggled with like not having faith in myself yeah. and just not even knowing what I'm capable of or what my worth mm. is. I know my friends have told me like know my worth because I just sometimes let people walk all over me because yeah. I just want to be nice. Well, also, it's because, like, sometimes you don't want, like, you don't want to miss an opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you, especially if you're starting off, you really don't want to, like, start saying no to people, you know, like, this is what you're going to be doing. Because then, like, dude, also, like, you know, it's about who knows you. So if mm-hmm. they don't even know you, like, why would they do that to you, you know? Yeah. Like, so it's hard. It's like, yeah, it's if, you're a- start, if you're starting off, you're probably going to take every yes you can. Because yeah. at this point, it's not even about your worth. It's about climbing the ladder. Yeah. Now, if you're, like, other people, like, you know, I'm going to shout out my boy, Cello. If yeah. you're like, Cello, you can say no. Yeah. He's like, hey, you know, this is what I'm charging because I know what I'm worth. You yeah. know what I mean? Because right now, he's he's up in the up and coming. So, mm-hmm. yeah. hey, man, book him now before he starts charging more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm proud of him. He's an awesome producer as yeah. well. He's a great guy all around, honestly. I didn't know he was Cello when I first met him. Oh, really? Yeah, there was somebody else. Yeah, was like, he's... He was uh, just, like, a really cool dude. I'm like, hey, man, like, let's change Instagrams. And he goes, oh, wait, you already follow me. I'm like, you're solo? Jesus yeah. Christ. Because I just moved here from like, uh, I've never been like in Florida. So like me, uh, unless it was like for a festival. So like me coming here to a club, just randomly meeting like mm-hmm. DJs that were here. Like, yeah. oh, that's so cool. They're all around Orlando. Yeah. He's really like just one of the guys. So uh, he just blends in with everybody else. Yeah, Especially funny. when everyone wears black. So that's, you know, it's funny. I used to never wear black. I, I was always very, co- I, I love to stand out. Yeah. You know, I'm so extra. I love being, I'm, I'm you know, like, I'm full of my, I'm full of myself. You yeah. gotta be to be an influencer. Oh, yeah. So then, like, you know, I wear like really colorful, crazy clothes. Yeah, and, no, I love it. Which is sponsored. So like, you know, like, shit. It's We're working. Yeah, yeah I'm working. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on stage in a fucking onesie. Yeah. <laughs> One time I did get away with that. I was on stage with AC Slater on the decks. Mm-hmm. You know, like looking at his, like. <laughs> it's kind of like that. In a cat onesie. <laughs> and had like my cameras. I was taking pictures of him. You know. <laughs> Okay, first of all, that that uh, <laughs> that festival was funny because I didn't actually have backstage access. I had center like backstage access. So it was like the one little section before backstage. I had access to that, but I had my camera, so they thought it was media. <laughs> they, just, they just thought I was just dressing funny. <laughs> hey, some of them are like that. Yeah, and it's cool. You know, everyone has their own character. It's a beautiful world we live in. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been doing like raves and? 
festivals? How long have you been partying and how have you been working? I think I've been partying for like 15 years now, maybe. Shit. Uh, I started DJing. Wait, how old are you now? I'm about to turn 29. Yeah. Sheesh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Dude, my hair started like thinning, and I was like, "Oh, not today!" And I got some of the uh, some like the regular shampoo shit. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, no, not my, me." My hair's turning uh, blonder. Shit. Yeah. My boy Jake in the other room, he's got gray hairs going here, here. I'm like, Ooh. embrace the suck. That's what yeah. I, that's what I said. Yeah. So I interviewed Plasma as well, um, and he was like, "Dude, honestly, like my biggest advice is." Like, uh, he told me that too. Embrace the suck. Yeah. Yeah. It's, all, it's amazing words. I love They're it. They're great. I mean, yeah, own it. Yeah, exactly. Fuck it. You're going to get better once. One all day. you need is it, all you need is determination, man, and a little bit of hope, and you can get pretty far in some places, man. I never thought I was going to get as far as I did yeah. now. Like, I literally thought I was just going to be paying money to go to festivals for the rest of my life. Yeah. Right? I, thought no. it was, like, I thought I was okay with that. And then I realized, I'm like, whoa, I go to a lot of festivals. Like, why yeah. am I recording this? Like, this is so much experience for other ravers when they've never gone. So, like, if I've experienced about, you know, probably in the United States, I've experienced, like, maybe 50 festivals, you know? Right. And, like, they're all different. And, like, why, why wasn't I recording this entire time? I could have let people know, like, what it looked like, the set, nice. the stage, who, the production, how did they work it out? Like, there's so much that you get from a vlog. And you're like, I've had people come up to me like, dude, the only reason I was so prepared because I literally watched it last year through your eyes. Oh, nice. And oh, I was yeah. like, because I record everything very detailed. I'm like, there's the restrooms there, the restrooms there. Uh, we got VIP here, or right here. This is the bars with the lines look like. Very descriptive. Nice. What was the moment that it hit you that you wanted to make the switch? From, like, regular raver to, like... Mm -hmm. um, I think it was, like, 2017. Um, I just one day had an epiphany, and I was like, why am I not getting paid to come? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm funny. I feel yeah. kind of cool. I got swag. Suave. You know? And I was like... From this day on, man, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fucking find a way of like making this my living. Like and I wanna be paid to go to a festival. I wanna be worth something. Mm -hmm. Not just go to have fun. Having fun is great, but you get worn out and then it, it and then what? Yeah. You know, I still I'm like I'm like I've been a part of this community. Why not make it better? Why not be like you don't see many like male influencers? I'm like, well, I could be one of them. Mm -hmm. Like there's not many until TikTok came through and like every motherfucker who had, you know, a million fucking subscribers, like, yeah, yeah I'm an influencer too. Fuck. Yeah, now they're going on. Take tour. my gerb. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll die out, you know. They don't have a vision, so like it's kind of like. Whoop, some do, yeah. Some die out. I'm like, I don't know. Eight white claws in. I am two waters in, <laughs> and I am turned up, ladies and gentlemen. I want to hear about your switch from when you were stage manager and doing all that stuff to where you actually started getting booked for shows. Like, when did that kind of start happening? Who gave you the opportunities? What was that? Uh, so, I've actually been DJing for like 10 years. I'm so dead. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, but I started off uh, just doing like regular club DJing mm -hmm. and just college parties. I did a tour, which is touring like colleges with who uh just the college yeah just college touring dope, yeah you and know there's a whole market in college there like, is if you, if you hit the market in college dude those people are gonna know you when you get bigger and it's just it's a whole dynamo effect yeah it's a very toxic environment though uh but i finally hit that switch um i lost one of my close friends so that mm. kind of like opened my eyes to 
just life being so short yeah just yeah. life being short and just being there for people is a lot more important than fame and fortune uh so i just started pushing like maybe four or five years ago like actually trying yeah. to dj uh my sets have become a lot better my production is what i'm working on yeah. right now and that's getting uh, better by song so it's all about progress and i know it's step by step you're gonna get to where you want to be if you really have the dedication for it you know what's funny though it's like i never knew i wanted to be in edm i just mm-hmm. you know on the weekends i have something to release and all that stuff but i think that when i started getting more knowledge and just doing it for so many years and then like um realizing like i i've been a youtuber for 15 years like i used to actually do gaming youtube collab uh, montages i used to have a whole like 15 people under me and we had like a treasury we had people who were mlb or mlg uh we had people who were like the youtube people we had our own graphics designers like it was a whole nice. a whole thing well we are recording right yeah like geez that would suck right <laughs> and cut you know so like i took a break from youtubing all that stuff and then um i went when I started raving, I was like, dude, I've been a YouTuber before. I could definitely do this. There's something mm-hmm. I could do. But I started on like I started on Instagram and stuff and just only focusing on Instagram, put all my heart and energy into it. And uh, I was doing lots of videos on there. So um, I try to grow my old gaming platform into a um, like a EDM one, right? Nice. The engagement wasn't so nice. People were unfollowing, it was just fine. But like, you know, we just steady climb up yeah. and eventually, you know, you get to a certain level, like, okay, cool. Like now people like see the worth I can be. Yeah. You know, but I still have, like, I think, I think, like, I used to think that my dreams couldn't be this big. Mm-hmm. And now that I see the reality of things and, like, I'm friends with so many, like, yeah. big time DJs who close and all this, I'm like, uh, maybe my dreams should be bigger. Yeah. I dream even bigger than that. You gotta shoot uh, farther than the stars. Yeah. But I didn't even know that the stars were there. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, I didn't know I wanted to do EDM until I was in it. And it took me, like, three years to really, like, be like, whoa. Yeah. Why don't I, like, teach other people? Why don't I host seminars? Why don't I do this? You know, like, yeah. let's be bigger than. It is. There's a lot of opportunity out there as long as you actually look for it, you know? You can probably do anything you put your mind to. So So talk to me about all the festivals that you've done so far. Is it Odyssey was the first one or was it some before? Um, I did Sunset Music Festival. Uh that was really good. Did you do like the I did the cool downtown? downtown. Yep. yep, it was really nice. We uh sold it out so it was packed out, no one out or in. Okay, I'll be which honest. Was awesome. They need to make it bigger. They do. Because it was bigger two years ago, that's the one I did it at. Oh shit. Yeah, so like when I went this year, dude, there was uh, so I have a rogophobia. Like I can't be in lines. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't do like it. It's it's a struggle for me to go and talk into a festival because I'm mm-hmm. like it just I'm like anxiety times a thousand. Yeah, you know. And then like so unless like a friend's with me, friends make me more comfortable. Then all of a sudden the lines get more comfortable. But like, I will I I was trying to go into the cool down time, but the line was just too long. Where I'm like I'm not doing this. I'm yeah, wasting literally thirty minutes of my time trying to get in, miss out like half a set of somebody. You're like no, mm-hmm. let's just go. To it. Yeah, it was a lot smaller last year. Yeah, I don't know why. They are. There's, there's a lot of good artists over there. Yeah, they were. There's a lot of local great artists, too. I always enjoy going in there, but definitely the lines get a little rough. I mean, all my friends were playing there, man. I'm like, dude, this sucks. Like, I yeah. Just, I, just, I, I, I try to break everything down, but I was also like a bunch of people. When, you, when you're in a whole crowd, it's mm-hmm. like... I try not to do the whole, uh, you know, frisky hug thing where, like, I ditch my friends and I go on stage or whatever, right? I'm trying mm-hmm. to, like, minimize that to only the artists that I'm, like, I'm really, like, I really want to see. Mm-hmm. Or if I know someone's back there, I want to network real quick. But, like, I try to, I'm trying to hold back from constantly going, like, backstage and doing that yeah. kind of shit. And just be focusing more on the friends that I'm with. Yeah, exactly. Because I've had friends, like, look to me, like, oh, you're, you're ignoring us? Like, no, it's just, like... I came here for a reason. Like, yeah. If I wanted to just have fun, I would just go for a day and come back. You know, but I'm like, I'm here for more than one. One, I'm probably contracted to to do yeah. vlogs for the festival um, via contract, 
And then the other one is like, I want to network. So Yeah, exactly. And you have to network in this industry or you'll get left behind. Who have you known in the industry that have helped you out throughout this entire journey within the last 10 years? Uh, my biggest one. You can name your friends too if they've ever helped. Yeah, uh, the biggest ones. What friends? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> friend, where? <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend is definitely one of them. Uh, but Javante Flakes and Marshall Wand, uh, they run We The Plug. Mm. Uh, and they pretty much put me under their wing and taught me pretty much all the industry and gave me all the opportunities to get me to where I am today. So they're one of the people I have like the most... I respect for yeah. for that, you know, because they didn't have to do that, uh, but they, I guess, saw something in me. That Isn't it cool? Yeah, it's a good fucking feeling, man. It is a good feeling. It took me a long time to see what they saw. So it's funny. Uh, I think as like humans, right? We always try to do things by ourselves. Let's not burden somebody else, right? Yeah. You know, and it's funny because sometimes people will come into your life and they want to show you you don't have to be alone. Yeah. The, 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 like, there's more than enough space for all of us. You know, yeah. The only want to do is teach you, but you're mm-hmm. like, no, nah, you could. I get stubborn. I used to be actually more stubborn before, and I'd be like, I can do something on my own. I didn't want my friends helping me with nothing, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a big thing for like sports. If, you, if you're trying to learn how to snowboard, yeah. you should probably pay attention to your friends that are yeah. for years. But I'm so stubborn, bro. And yeah. I fucking dislocated my shoulder and hurt my collarbone on the way down because I'm just so Ooh. stubborn. I don't want to learn from other people. I, yeah. I want to be able to say, I did this by myself. Nobody helped me. But why? Why? Like, I, never yeah. thought of, I never thought about the why. Like, why would I? Why would I want to suffer throughout yeah. the training process if people are literally there to willing to help you? Mm-hmm. And I have the same issue too. So like, especially like with production, like I have the worst ADHD where mm-hmm. I just, I'm like trying to focus on a YouTube video. I'm like, oh, and then end up washing the dishes or something. It's weird. But uh, what kind of visuals do you have right now? Do you have any visuals, or do you let you let the house VJ do it? I right now I let the house VJ okay. do it uh, just because I know they got it. And I just need a logo and my music yeah, pretty yeah. much. Just at least starting off doesn't really matter. Yeah, and I'm more uh, about the feel of the mm-hmm. whole set instead of, like, the look. Uh, Some teachers don't even do that until they get to, like, a, like a really good festival. And yeah. they're like, I've been working on this for a whole year. You guys don't love the visuals. Like, cause I think once you actually do your own visuals from, like, yep. from start to finish, this is, like, your show. Like, you, this, yep. is, you, these, this hour is, is you. This mm-hmm. is a TV show about you. Yeah, um, I'm trying to do, like, a lot of Naruto-based visuals uh because i'm super big on that and i'm oh, super weak yeah <laughs> um and just have a bunch Which of anime Sasuke? visuals going through it <laughs> uh, <Sakura. laughs> i don't know any Sasuke! it's always the it's always the um not sakura but what's the other girl the hinata hinata she always goes Naruto-kan. yeah Naruto-kan. <laughs> like bro what kind of shit see is this <laughs> i love hinata Hinata forever. Well, I saw your, uh, I was, because I was, when you said, oh, hey, I'm like, this many fucking followers on like SoundCloud or whatever. I'm like, oh, I got you, right? I went in there. And well, I'll check out all your music. So I went in every single one and I replayed it all five times. Nice. And it's just like, just getting the feel for all of them and stuff. Like, just kind of see where you're going to. Like, I saw very Naruto themed stuff on the title. Like, yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, he has a good uh, state of mind, I guess you could say. And I try to keep that kind of mentality. Mm. Uh, everyone's my family kind of vibe so i kind of keep to that stride you know so i can make hokage one day which is (laughs) which is to be a big uh like when you do become hokage can i put the coat on you yeah some of my sets i put it on i'm gonna be late but i'm gonna get to you yeah it's just halfway through you just put it on there it's like a power up like 
Dragon Ball Z. Who, who in the industry do you know, um, like here in Florida and stuff? I know you, I just saw a video with you, Blunts and Blondes, at whose house? Uh, one of my homies. Um, but yeah, Blunts and Blondes is uh, really dope. Good Wait, friend. hold on. Are you from here or? I'm from Miami. So. Oh, so like in Florida, you yeah. were from here? Mm-hmm. Have, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so I'm from Miami, uh, born and raised, and then I moved. So you probably know a lot of people then. Yeah, I know a yeah. lot of people here. I moved to Jacksonville after the military, and yeah. then uh, just came to St. Pete here last year. So that's where I'm at, and that's uh, where I stay at. His address is 111 East Clover Avenue. Duval County, Send 22012. <laughs> Send me packages to Duval County. Dude, when I was in the military... I did serve seven years, um, but during basic training, my mom would send me care packages, and I swear to God, that was the only thing he me together. Man. Yeah, for real. I was like, bro, if I don't receive a care package right now, I'm going to slap somebody. Yeah, that ass. And you're over here, like, in your brain, you're like... Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, crying yeah. every night, figuring yeah. out why I did this. Yeah. Having... Just knowing that I couldn't quit. Yeah, you couldn't quit. Couldn't quit. Already went this far. And you're also contracted, so you couldn't do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. You can... It, uh, theory, not not guess or hypothesis. Um, you could just break your leg and you go home. Yeah, I saw a lot of people hurt themselves and end up going home. Damn. Yeah. Like in boot camp. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I saw that. Babies. Pussies. <laughs> Babies. <laughs> I was gonna try to go dark, like darker, but like, mm. I was like, nah. Who else in the industry here? Do you know? You? There ain't nobody in the fucking industry, bro. <laughs> Just an influencer. I'm destroying. Okay, so most steps said this. I think I've been talking about this in every podcast. But anyways, <laughs> most steps said this. Um, he said EDM influencers are destroying the culture. Ooh. Are they? What do you think? What is your opinion? Now, now when he said it, he meant EDM influencer DJs, but he, there was no context. He didn't add the DJ part. So in my head, he aimed at all of us. Now, are they destroying the culture? Uh, if you're talking about DJ wise, yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, because DJs have to go through like a whole process. You know, if you're going from TikTok over to the stages, you don't know like how to read a room, yeah, uh, how, what kind of songs trigger other people. Right. There's like a process to it, and I've already seen multiple like TikTok DJs mm-hmm. come into a stage and then just watch it. Yeah, and I'm like, dang, your production's good, but like you got to work on the other stuff. Yeah, that's why there's a process. The transition. To it. Yeah, and that's all about like just practice and just doing it over and over again, and that's like why every set gets better uh, once you start seeing like those local mm. DJs get to that bigger stage. It's because all the stuff that they've gone through, like seeing everybody's faces, how they feel, like the energy that's in the air, like you have to keep doing that until you perfect it and then people start to love it. What about regular influencers? Oh, you? Like you? Well, some people, okay, so, so I was talking to other people and they said there's different kinds of influencers. Someone like you needed, right, in the scene, but somebody who's just posting on Instagram to get free stuff, I mean, is that really like worthy? Um... If it gets sales, yeah, right. Like then, yeah, go off. You it's, know? It's, I think it's really hard for a promoter to put all their money into the uh, um, Instagram like advertisement thing mm-hmm. to boost. 
because you're not directing at a certain crowd all the time. You're like mm. these people within these people who like these tags or whatever. Right? Yeah, like, that's uh, that's weird. It. I don't think that those ads really do very well. They don't. Even if even if we as influencers don't get like as many sales, I think we get more than however money you put into those ads. Yeah, because you, you get like double the money that you're getting for influencers. And yeah, then and remember, like we're like we're actual stuff. people with actual followers. So like these people are gonna be with us forever. The more they see us with your clothes, the more they'll be like, well, if he vouches for this company, like he's he's literally made twenty reels with this, like. I need to look into this company. Yeah. So in the it's it's like more like a longer game with influencers, right? With advertisement, I think it's like a quick thing. Like you bet it goes into your mind. You're thinking about it. Let me look. You know. Yeah. It's one of those things. So like it just depends. Are you trying to have people that are constantly buying your clothes, or somebody who's just gonna try it out once because an ad said so? Yeah, exactly. And it's kind of like supporting like your local artist. You know. Yeah. Uh, once you tell like your friends, your other friend has a hundred other friends. Mm-hmm. You know. If you uh, show that to other people and they do that, like that's a whole web that you can meet just from that one person. So yeah, influencers don't make it worse. Yeah, it's like, so it's it makes so it better funny because kinda. I had somebody tell me that um, he's like he's like oh like I get you're an influencer we do things different my way. Anyways, hating that I'm an influencer, right? And then uh, uh, six months later, he's asking me to work like for his friend. Nice. So like, you can't bash on me and then be like, hey, I also need you. To it to be an influencer, you, you can't hate influencers and then be like, I need you. Yeah, and, and it's funny because like a lot of festivals do that, a lot of DJs do that. DJs get mad because like we shouldn't get a free ticket when they couldn't get a free ticket, and they're like, oh well, like the DJ's literally playing my song, so why I don't have a ticket? I'm like that's something you need to take up with, yeah, the DJ, not mm-hmm. me. I have nothing to do with it. Like I'm sorry that you don't know your worth yet, but mm-hmm. if you're worth a free ticket, fucking get it from him. Yeah, exactly. If you're that close, get it from him. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, you don't deserve anything. Especially like if you guys are doing posts and like actually that's a lot of work. Like trying to be It's a it. lot people don't know until they start doing it. Okay. You know, and I told one of my friends and he was like, Oh my god, I wanna to post today. It's just like it's just too much writing and tagging and you gotta do everything right because you you know you're not gonna get many chances unless you like try to edit some stuff out. And it's like but once you said it, you said it, right? Like yeah. I've posted shit that like I said what I said and it's like delete, delete. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I've like, done that too, so like <laughs> They don't really understand, like, how much work... Like, I sometimes spend, like, an hour or an hour and a half on just one post just to make it Well, even this, like, the, the, like, these episodes, they're an hour. And that means I have to go through the entire thing for an hour, re-edit, redo, right? And then between, like, uplo- uh, exporting and, uh, and down, uh, uploading onto YouTube and doing, like, the TikTok videos from there and all that. Dude, I'm, like, that's another, like, one hour, two hours if I have to cut edit, do yep. all this stuff, the TikTok videos too, because I'm like, I'm trying to resource everything. Mm. And people like, people don't know how hard doing a vlog is until they've done it. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I'm never doing this again. It's so long. Like, that's a lot of I have 156 videos. Daniel. <laughs> all I'm saying. So it's like, I don't know. I think people don't know what they don't know and they're like, I don't know. I, I found the most of thing very insulting and I was like, I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. It's whatever. It's like, I work hard, I think. I'm like, I'm fucking dedicating most of my time on this bullshit, you know? Yeah. Well, if you work hard and you know it, then that's all that matters. It doesn't really matter what anybody else thinks. Yeah. But, like, that's why I kind of started doing the podcast, right? Um, I was trying to be, be more than your common influencer. I'm still an influencer. I don't think it's a bad word. Mm-hmm. You need influencers for quick promos? Cool. I'm your guy. Like, I know how to do it very good. Yeah. Never moved. I have never uh, lived in, um, in Orlando, right? But I just moved there that week. There was a show the week that same weekend, and I hit them up I'm like, "Hey, 
uh, I know you guys follow me, this and this. Would love to collaborate with the show if you guys are down. Mm -hmm. um, they're like, yeah, sure, just get some sales, whatever. Got six sales, not living here before. Oh, just nice. using like my influencer like like stories. Oh, nice. I'm like cool. Like yeah, because so you like, have people everywhere. So everywhere, man. I've always I've always thought about like I travel a lot, dude. I do like twelve to sixteen festivals a year, right That's on average. You know. Yeah. I used to pay for all of them, which is part which is part for me. That was investing in myself to do like the like, um to just network more, mm -hmm. you know? So that's why I, I did that. But when I came to Florida, man, I was like, I'm just going to like go to free festivals. Mm -hmm. So I've just been going to free ones now. Uh, but that also comes with like knowing my worth. I didn't know it before. I, honestly, my part wasn't worth that before anyway. So, but I am now and I know it and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to, um, I don't know, just go to free festivals and save money. Yeah. I'm poor. I'm in between jobs right now. Yeah, same. Are you really? Yeah, we all are. What were you doing before? Um, I was at a, Umami Habati restaurant. It was really great. Did you make it? Were you like server? Oh, no, no. I was a server. server. Yeah, it was a great life. I mean, I like that, but sometimes it's like the weekends are the best nights and you have to like be out in the EDM world. Oh, no. I'm only working Monday through <laughs> Thursday. Since I feel like you make more money on the weekends. It's whatever. Nobody cares where job is. doesn't matter. What are you aiming for now? What kind of job are you trying to get? Same thing. Probably serving. But in place? Yeah. Not really worried about it. Everyone needs a server. Yeah. It's quick money, <laughs> cash, yeah. you know, credit card. This all you can but face. Yeah. Get your own food, bitch. Oh, no, no, no. I like serving tables. It's like you get to meet new people. I tried to, I tried to actually uh, become a server one time, um, and they wouldn't hire me because I didn't have any ex enough experience. I'm like, well, I can't get experience, bitch. Yeah, no one's that. <laughs> but... So, but you know, a funny story though, um, we were going to a festival and this, the guy that was our server had an Atlantic tattoo and I was like, oh shit, by any weird chance, is your EDM, you going to the show this weekend? He goes, oh yeah, I'm going to go there. Dude, we hung out with this dude for like two years straight, just like concert festivals. It was so cool. It was like just meeting new people and shit yeah. in the EDM world. I mean, you probably, I don't know. Could you get away with that? With like other scenes? I mean, if I was like, if I was like a punk rock guy, he came up to me like, oh yeah, you listen to, uh, et cetera. Uh, no. Yeah. Why you ask? <laughs> They'll probably be like, hell yeah, but headbutt you. It just depends on the environment you're in. Or they'll just look at you. They stupid. laugh at our mosh pits. Yeah, because they're decking people and drop kicking them from Stabbing a them. Yeah, <laughs> It's hardcore. In the middle of uh, the mosh pit, like, I'm sorry. I've been in one of them. Someone tried to elbow me. I was like, bro, they tried to elbow me at, in the EDM scene. I know they don't mean it, but I'm, you're about to get decked back. Yeah, someone at EDC tried to tackle me. It's like one of those Hulk Hogan yeah. big guys. And I was just in front of two girls because they kept on like trying to hit them. And I was like, Jesus Christ. And he came after me oh, after the drop was done. <laughs> and he like, I guess he tripped or something, but he hit like my shoulder and fell like down on his face. And I was like, oh. I got somebody pregnant that way. I just tripped. <laughs> Oopsie. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is an intervention. Sir, <laughs> you can't Dude. be doing that. Mm -hmm. So the, so behind us we have so like just two black screens or whatever. I just bought them just because I knew Romeo was coming here. I don't want to embarrass myself and fit up him. So, but anyways, um, I need to draw. I uh, it's gonna say Fessy Hub on it, just like big letters and be like a drawing. Fessy Hubby, Hubby. Yeah. Why? Cause you're you're everyone's hubby. Oh shit! Thanks, man. But no, it's gonna say Fessy Hub and maybe podcast in the bottom. Mm. I don't what, know. What kind of lettering though? I don't know. That's Times New Roman. <laughs> <laughs> Double space. The ugliest 
writing. I like other writings. I don't really like like Calibri or whatever it's called. Or you should, Ariel, yeah, I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what if you did like an anime lettering or the bubble ones? What's cute? Because mm. you're a cutie. No man. <laughs> no mommy. No man. No mommy. <laughs> No, but uh, what have so talk to me some of your festivals that you've been at. Which is your favorite? Electric Forest is my favorite you been? festival. Yeah, I would, you ever worked it? No, no, I would never work it. What have you worked? I've worked uh, Sunset, uh, Imagine, um, Freaky Deaky, Kingdom, Freaky Kingdom. Dude, I've seen him at all these festivals. By the way, I'm like counting, but like I've physically seen him at all these festivals. Yeah, I've done a lot. While he's been working, three points. <laughs> he's like, get me on stage. He goes, no, fuck you. You're not important enough. Yeah, sorry. I don't play around when the vest is on. <laughs> I didn't take care of my artist, all right, boy. Hey, that's the man, man. That's the man. Safety first. I could, mm-hmm. be, I could be crazy. He is crazy, by the way. But it's okay because we're crazy together. Medi- medicated. <laughs> medicated. So what's up, man? You ready for the show tonight? I am. Uh, why don't you tell us about where we're going? Uh, we are going to the Vanguard. Main stage is slushy. There's only one stage, bro. Shh, bro, this is a commercial. <laughs> Anyways, we have slushy at Vanguard. Uh, the direct support's gonna be Celo. Um, Cello. Cello. I thought it was Celo too, and then I said, "Oh shit, you're Celo." He goes, "Cello." Damn, bro. Sorry, man. Cello, it is. Cello. And we have Neil. So I just added him. Uh, he's great. So we followed each other and stuff, and I was like, if he's on the lineup, I'm sure. Like, I, I just made friends with the entire lineup. <laughs> yeah, he's dope. He's a really great guy. Is he I, from here? No, no, he's not. I think he's from up north. I can't, like, put a point to it, so I'm not going to say a random state and get yeah, it wrong. Let's not do that. Yeah. Let's not dox him either. And then. Did know yeah. <laughs> and then we have me. His address is. <laughs> Zero nine nine one seven two two Volcano. That's your address. No, it's not. Was that mine? Yeah. Like <laughs> that, bro. Anyways, uh, yeah, I'm playing at Vanguard at nine o'clock to ten thirty. Hour and a half set. Uh, I'm gonna start it real nice and slow with some Is house. This a nine? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's crazy. Dude, the, the, so the Vanguard goes until what three thirty? No, two thirty. Two thirty. Two thirty. Yeah. This, is, this is why I actually don't like him very much because, like, I have been his number one supporter uh, since, well, he started getting big. I, mean, I was going to be, like, number one 10 years ago. <laughs> but, you know, when you got it, you got it. You got to start whenever you start, man. When I saw that he was actually playing in a fucking lineup, I, then I went. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't know he was, like, in lineups yet. And at Odyssey, that bitch was, like, 100 degrees. Yes, it was. And my friend's like, why are you eating so early? What time does it start? I'm like, well, the first artist that I know, it starts at 11 or 10. It was at 12. 12. So it was at 12. And I was like, fuck, I got to go now. And it ended at 10. So that's, like, a 10-hour hike, bro. Dude. Thank, thank you for that. Me up, man. But I was like, I'm here, man. And then right. I waved at him because I didn't think he saw me. like, hello. Oh, I saw him. I was like, oh, I saw him running in. He was like, well, I had a camera, so I stuck it in his face. I'm like, hello, I'm here. You can see him running. And then for like four hours, I'm just trying to find what the fuck to do because like I don't know anybody. I, I wasn't there for any other DJ. I thought I was going back and just coming back later, but I was like, dude, then traffic's going to be killer. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of work. How was the parking there? The parking at, what was the fucking place called again? St. Petersburg? Park. Yeah. Benoit Park and St. Pete. So I got staff parking, so I was in the little like, oh, six, regular area. Oh, so you were fine. Yeah. Big chilling, big chilling. Yeah, I was there too. So. I wasn't scared. Yeah, I didn't know about everybody else's. I was curious. Security was super chill with me. Well, I went to the 
artist area, I guess. I don't really know. Duh, because you're cool, bro. Because I make music. <laughs> I'm an artist. But I am. You know what's funny? is like, you know, when you see that wristband, they give you like an artist wristband. It doesn't say DJ wristband. It says artist. And I make art. My vlogs, mm, very good. Eh, very good. Motion <laughs> delicioso. Um, everyone has artists. What do you mean? DJs have artists on there too. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I'm an artist. Like, even though I'm not DJing, but I get like an artist wristband. I am an artist. I make beautiful blogs. Beautiful, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the best of the best. And I think that's art. And then I make TikToks. Art. Yeah, it's new art. When I pose. Oh. Art. Are you ready for tonight, man? Honestly, yes. I'm very ready. A little anxious, you know? I think that just comes with the game. I'm also super anxious all the time. So. Dude, okay, so Raven's Coon, um, at Celine on Thursday, right? Um, so I went to go say hi to him and stuff like, hey, how are you doing? He goes, oh, I was just a bit nervous about my set. I'm like, you're nervous about Celine? Yeah, bro. Fuck. It's it's not about, everybody gets nervous. It's not about the venue. It's like about doing what you want to do properly yeah. and like, doing your best yeah it, and it sucks because like what if you don't do your best exactly the anxiety gets to you like, mm-hmm. fuck. i used to I, you know i used to do track and field and that got to me yeah. I, I would get stressed out because like what if i'm not as fast as i want to be true yeah uh i used to like try to plan like my song selections beforehand uh and i found out the first time i tried that that i, I missed a key point my anxiety flew out yeah. and then the whole set so i just now Put all my music in my USB yeah. and just go with like the energy yeah. that everyone's yeah. feeling. So just smart because if you're reading the crowd, then there was mm. you know you gotta make sure you're just ready to. I think that's what it is. You gotta know what's in your USB, bro. Yep, like, you, you have really to know. do. You really every, do. Every song you gotta know. Yeah, exactly. And I don't put any key points or anything like to show people like where yeah. the things start. I just go like free ball, you know, raw dog it forever. Robbie, I have one question. Yes. If I wanted to get more involved in the industry, whether it was DJing or, you know, doing stage management, which is crazy that you did that anyways, that was super cool. If you wanted to get into that, how would you, like, go about that? Um, so my suggestion would be for, like, artist relations in general. I would start by just volunteering because you don't want to go into the game, like, trying to get money and mm-hmm. not knowing absolutely anything about the game because I've seen people do that and really it's just like a lot harder for everyone I've seen rappers try to do that they go to EDM Mm -hmm. and it's like bro no 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 we are a completely different scene yeah a whole different game Uh, for DJing uh, practice your art as much as you can um, I use like my mixing. So uh, you, in your opinion, DJ first or get good at producing first? Producing first. I was a DJ. The second one said that um, Plasma said that too. Yep producing is definitely uh, very important in the game um, you know, a lot of people they look for producers. I'm sorry, like I don't want to hear my Pandora remix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, thank you. Though. But um, yeah, it's a lot harder to get into the game after you're DJing. Um, but DJing is my art. So like when I'm mixing, like yeah. I don't just normally mix. Like I'm trying to make a whole art. Yeah. Through the whole set. Because we're artists. We're artists. I'm just an influencer. I'm just kidding. No, you get the artist band, so you're an artist. Sometimes it's staff because it's just like you're not artistic enough. <laughs> well, sorry, I don't meet your expectations. You're not artistic enough. I actually have been told that I don't belong in that section. So I was, um, what was I, it? I was on stage with Charles the first. Sorry, my stuff is ringing and that's so rude. It's my sister. She wants to know when I'm going to be going to California, which is this weekend. 
Hey, sister. I haven't seen my family in a year, so I'm gonna go say hi. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, I'm gonna go for like two days. So, hey, bye. Hey, bye. Take that's you. all you need. Look at my beard, which is really, I don't know, I'm like growing it out. I cut, I trimmed it down to even out the weirdly growing ones, mm -hmm. but. Yeah, I just, I'm trying to grow mine out too. Bitch. <laughs> all right, Romeo, drop all your ads and your handles, your stuff. You got any new music coming out? Um, so I just dropped a song uh, 15 days ago. Okay, I'll uh, put the song in the description down below. I just dropped my Yeti after party uh, set on SoundCloud. Uh, that's a whole hour of my live set. So if you haven't been to one, that's probably where you want to start. I was there. Yeah, it was really good. Um, and I have new music coming out soon. I'm playing a lot of unreleased tonight too. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, it's going to be sick. Yeah, it is. I'm excited. Play more towards the end, cause like, cause I don't make it there. And the dot. Yeah, I'm uh, so I'm starting off with like some night based deep house okay, cool. in the beginning. Um, That's a good flow. For like thirty minutes, just to get everybody in the yeah. flow, and go into like my actual set, like right around like nine thirty, nine forty five, and then just build it up from there That's and smart. end it like with a bang. So. Uh, any more ads? You're at your Instagram. You ever say that? Um, TikTok. My Instagram's Misfit Romeo. Uh, my Spotify. Uh, check it out. It's Romeo. Um, I'll put all the ads somewhere. And then um, I have Facebook page too. It's also Romeo. Uh, my Twitter, stay away from that one. Um, and <laughs> Dude, Twitter cancellation is real. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that bitch gets nuts. I don't do anything, so I stay at home. Dude, I haven't logged into my Twitter in months. I, I don't know. I know, I, I love I Twitter. I really don't give a shit. Yeah, Twitter's my shit, bro. Like, I have like a thousand followers. I don't know why. I'm just like, I have like four thousand. I think I post like four times. I'm like Twitter famous, bro. Are you really? No. Fuck oh. no. <laughs> I would already be canceled for some reason. I Dude, Twitter is good Twitter's for doing that. I'm chilling. It's just in the background. Uh, just vibing, doing my thing. I was going to do an outro separate for this, but we're just going to do it now just for like the viewers out there. Um, everything will be in the description down below. You guys can check out his SoundCloud. Definitely give him a follow on Spotify, SoundCloud. I mean, this guy's going places. I mean, you're going to see this podcast. Everyone's like, what the hell? He's been doing it for how long? Um, but yeah, and then the video version, if you're interested, just see, see us um, doing random shit. Um, it is on YouTube, video version. I don't know if actually the video version is on Spotify. I do upload it as a video on my host, but we'll see. Um, but this has been fun. Romeo, thank you for coming, man. This has been fucking great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. And like I say at every episode, I will catch y'all at the next one. Bye. See you soon.